What up, what up, what up? It's Pope the Blueprint, the host of the number one networking show. And I like to take the first couple of seconds of each show to highlight any local brands that I may be wearing. And tonight I am wearing XI11, uh, which is a local 17-year-old entrepreneur here in Baltimore. So I encourage everybody to support, support, support your local brand. Now, we have a special guest in the building tonight, all the way from UK. How you feeling tonight? I'm okay, bro. I'm okay, bro, man. How's it going, America? How's America feeling today? Man, you know what? It's, it's everything you make it, right? Yeah. It's all about your attitude and your outlook. And so, you know, I, I appreciate you coming on the show. And so before we get into the journey, yeah. if you can just introduce yourself, let everybody know where you're from, and just a brief overview of all you're involved in, and we're going to take it back to day one. Right, cool. So, so guys, what's going on? It's Blackman the Traveller. I'm all the way from East London, uh, the UK, and in, in Europe, and I am an up-and-coming Black British travel blogger who makes raw travel content that travels around the world. That's what I do. Man, you know what? That's dope, right? Because... When I checked your page out, when I started looking into what you do, yeah. I was amazed, man. You know what I mean? I was amazed how you were able to blend with the different cultures and, and just how you move, man. So let's take it back to day one. Yeah. When were you inspired to really take that journey? Did you always have a passion growing up to travel the world? Um, when I was young, I had a passion to travel, but I didn't really take it. Um, I didn't take it seriously. So mm. this whole YouTube journey, it actually started uh, two years ago when I lived in Australia. I lived two years in Australia. Mm. And one of my friends kept on harassing me. She said, Amir, start a YouTube channel, start a YouTube channel. And I thought, man, stop harassing me, man. I mean, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in Australia with my beautiful South American partner. We're just chilling. And then, you know, it's just like, it's like she was a sign from God. You know, so if, if 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 someone keeps on harassing you, it means you need to you need to check out the whole perspective of why they're doing that. So I looked into it and I typed Black British uh, travel bloggers, and there wasn't no Black British um, British people that were doing it. It was mostly couples, you know, like white Western couples that were doing it. So that's how I got involved into it. Mm. Now that's interesting, right? Because a lot of times we ignore those signs, yeah. right? So what was that moment that you said, you know what, I'm getting ready to do this? How long did it take before you had to accept that this is something I'm going to step out and do? Yeah. How long did it take? Literally, literally, I just made up my mind. Uh, no, it was 2019, uh, October, November times. And I said, you know what, forget this. I'm going to do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come out of my comfort zone. I'm gonna be the first person of color to travel the world, but in a raw backpacker way. And I thought, okay, you know what, forget this. It's, it's now or never, so I just decided to do it. Man, that's dope, right? So that, that first decision, what do you do? Where do you decide to go? Like, what was that first decision? Like, I'm gonna go here. Yeah, yeah. So basically I had a choice. I was in Australia and um, my visa was finishing last year, January. So the closest destinations was Southeast Asia. So the first place I got to was Vietnam. I said, fuck this, I'm gonna go Vietnam. Um, I tried snake, 
snake, it tastes like chicken. That was a crazy experience in Vietnam. It was a live snake. They killed it. I drank the heart. The heart was moving in my throat. It was, it was a weird, like a fucking Rambo type of, you know, exotic. Yeah, yeah. Wow, man. So Vietnam, man, what was that first experience like? Did the people have to adjust? Was it something like this is completely different from I'm used to? Like, what was that whole culture shift like? So in Vietnam, it was a bit different because there's not a lot of black people. So everyone kept staring at me. Since I got to the, I remember what, since I arrived to the airport, people were taking pictures of me and I was confused. Mm-hmm. And I said, why are people taking pictures of me? But then that's when I understand it was a culture shock. They're not used to seeing African-Americans or black British people over there. So, but apart from that, hospitality wise, m- most of them were civil. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good, man. But what, what, what was taking place what were you thinking, right? Like, once you got there, did you think like, oh shit, I'm just way out of my comfort zone or this is, I feel all at home, man. What were you experiencing emotional-wise, man? Emotional-wise, I was experiencing um, differences in terms of communication and culture shock. I was experiencing anarchy, chaos, panic, like everything all at once. Cause in, in Southeast Asia, it's, it's fast paced, it's busy. Mm-hmm. So I was experiencing so many, so many things. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on here? But you know, it is, it was just like, it was like, it was like an experience that you need to experience, if that makes sense. So it was a raw, a raw experience in a unique way. Yeah, yeah. Now, did you, did you contact and did you know anybody there at all? Oh, I didn't did know nobody there. No one, no one. I just, I, 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 I stayed in hostels. I stayed in homestays in people's houses in Southeast Asia. So I booked that through a website through a homestay. So that's what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. Now, did it, did it take a lot of research on your end as far as trying to understand the language, where I'm going to stay? Or it was just one of those impulse, like I'm gone? Or was it research before? It was just one of those impulses. I just said, you know, forget this. I'm just going to go. Yeah. <laughs> how long how long did you end up staying in Vietnam? I was in Vietnam for three weeks. Wow. Yeah. Now now once you went to Vietnam, did you go back home or did you just travel to the next place? Like what was that next step like? I went to the next destination and that was Thailand, and Thailand was crazy. Let's just say crazy. What you see in Hangover, that is Thailand. Thailand was just like Mad, yeah, wow. yeah. Everyday parties, everyday crazy exotic things happening. You don't even see that in America. You don't even see that in the UK. So. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you do you travel alone, or do you have a group of people that go with you? Uh, most of the time, I travel with my partner, but she's in South America due to the due to the coronavirus pandemic. So now. I've been traveling by myself, sometimes with my cousin as well, but most of the time I'm by myself because um, I think experiencing something by yourself, you you have less you have less problems, you know? You've got more freedom yeah. to do whatever you want to do. So most of the time, sometimes with my partner, but most of the time I'm by myself, yeah. Man, now, growing up, did you, were you like an adventurous kid growing up or this is just something new that you that you just grew into? 
No, when I was young, I was not adventurous. I was more into soccer. You call it soccer, but we call it football. So I was more yeah. into like, football. I was more into like music, like Tupac, Biggie. You know, um, I'm a very big Nimsa Hustle fan. I'm, I'm I'm very into like you know that like, Nimsa Hustle and that. So I wasn't really adventurous. This adventurous mm. side of me came up when I when I decided to leave the UK in 2017, and when I moved to Australia, that's when everything started to change. Man. That's awesome, right? Because I talk to a lot of people and doing these interviews, it's like a lot of times we make those transformations, right? As we go through life and we get that energy and we get that buzz. What has it been like for you, man? Like spiritually, emotionally, like what, what what's that whole transformation for you like? You know, when I was traveling, I was trying to find myself in life because I was, uh, I was a bit lost. I was hanging around with the wrong people. So mm. when I'm going to other countries and learning new cultures and new religions and communicating, I'm re-educating myself as a human, you know? Mm. So I, I, gained, I think I've gained more knowledge than traveling than what I've learned in the education system. So me as a person, I've grown, but that's just through traveling and, I, and that's through meeting so many people and learning different type of cultures and that. That's awesome, man. Because that I feel like that's an important part. Like yeah. you said, once you took that transformation, man, you yeah. probably also experienced a lot of joy and a lot of peace. Yeah. A lot of peace and tranquility, man. A lot of peace and tranquility. Mm. Mm. Now, in, in the, uh, I think you said South Asia it was. Yeah. What, what was that like, man? Because they have like a lot of meditation yeah. Um, you know, I, I seen a picture. You took pictures. Was it with the monks? Yeah, you yeah. Took the picture? How was that, man? Did you actually go into the temples and see yeah, how they yeah, actually? So, um, what happened is, I went to a country called Myanmar. It's called Burma in English, but in, it's called Myanmar. Mm -hmm. So it's a very, it's a country that's the majority of the religion are are monks, are Buddhists. You know, so when I went there, it, I, I've never seen, you know a monk in real life, like in close, in close up. In London, you see some of them, but it's very rare. So I went to a mm. monastery. This was the biggest monastery in Southeast Asia, but this was in Myanmar. So when mm. I went there, I was the only black person and everyone kept looking at me. There's no black people in Myanmar, you know? So they just kept staring at me. The security forces were looking at me. They were, they were amazed to see an African brother with an Afro walking in the middle of Southeast Asia, you know? So when I, I spoke to the monks and they were communicating with me and then they wanted to get a picture of me because they've never seen a black person. But to have that experience and go to a monastery and to listen to them chant and to listen to the meditation and the instruments, it was a, it was a spiritual moment. Mm. It has to be, man, because, you know, growing up, I yeah. was really into the karate movies and that type of culture. It, it's just something about the peace and the mental discipline that they display. Did you actually see a lot of that discipline and the peace when you were there? Yeah, I saw a lot of peace and discipline inside the monastery. Outside the monastery, there was, it depends because there's always conscious shocks, but inside the monastery, in the religious, in the religious buildings, there was always peace and tranquility. That's good, man. That's good. That's good. Now, what what's one of your favorite places that you've kind of traveled to yeah. that you said I could possibly live there 
or maybe you just said, I just enjoyed it so much. What, what was one of those places for you? One of the best places I've probably been, I would say, I would say Turkey, man. Turkey was amazing. Hospitality in Turkey, outside Istanbul. Istanbul is a touristic place. It's like New York or London. So try to avoid Istanbul. But Turkey itself, everywhere you go, people give you free tea. They give you free drinks. I got invited to random people's houses. Like I done hitchhiking because I do hitchhiking as well. So I jump in random people's cars. I tried to go to some random cities and that was just an experience I've never, ever, ever had in my life. And Turkey was amazing. Wow. Yeah. Man, do you, do you ever experience like any fear? Like going to these different places, the culture shop, yeah. like how do you gather yourself to move with so much peace, man? Because that shit is different. You know what? I don't have no fear in terms of, because when I hitchhike and I jump in random people's cars, I've got two, I've got two methods of security wise. I'll go on my Instagram and I'll make a live video and I'll get the driver's face on the camera. So people can say, okay, black man, a traveler is here with blah, blah, blah. Whenever I travel, I always buy a SIM card in every country that I've always got data. So I'll send my WhatsApp location to certain people. So that covers my hitchhiking security wise. But normally the way I travel as a human is when I go to another country, I try to learn the basic words of every language. So that shows a sign of respect. Then people are gonna respect me a bit more because I'm trying to speak in their language. And they're gonna lower the guard down. So that's how, yeah, that's 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 the security. Mm -hmm. That's smart, man. So did you did you kind of learn that from the beginning, or did you kind of learn that as you started traveling, like those those precautions? As I started to travel gradually, I started to pick up those methods and I just stuck to those methods. And 99 percent it always works. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's smart, man. That's that's really smart, man. So now, how has the YouTube journey been for you, right? Like, documenting the journey. Like, have you inspired others to kind of step out of that zone? Yeah, what I've, has that experience been? I think, I, think, I, think I've been, I think I've inspired quite a lot of people, but a lot of people have contacted me, and they say, wow, you're the first black person that's ever gone to Southeast Asia, that's, that's ever gone to the... Because I go to the villages, I go to the slums, you know, I do 24 hour bus journeys, like I try snake, I do hitchhiking, you know. I was in I was in Europe, I was in South America, I was in Australia. So people are like they're interested in how the fuck can a black person do that? Because when you watch travel content, not being rude, most of it is white Western people. Yeah. Yeah. I've inspired a lot of a lot of people of color, black people, Hispanics, Caucasians, you name it. So my aim is to be the first black person or person of color comes from the inner city part of London to travel the world, but in a raw backpacking way and inspire people to travel in a raw way. So that's that's yeah. the whole journey of Black Man the Traveler. And that's my whole aim. That's dope, man. That's dope. Now, do you have like a goal of how many places you want to visit a year? Or is it kind of just off of inspiration? No, 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 no. It's just all of inspiration. I've got a big journey this year that I plan to go to. I plan to go to India for four months and Pakistan. Wow. So that's going to be interesting when I go to Pakistan as well. So I want to show people the diversity of these countries. I'm going to be sleeping in the slums. That's going to be interesting. Mm. I'm going to be eating food with the people that live in the slums. I'm going to be hitchhiking across the border. So I've got some amazing uh, things that I'll be working on. Now you do you now when you go by yourself, well, will this be a trip that you're going by yourself or yeah. will you have a trip with you? Because that's a four-month 
Spain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, the, in the beginning, I was planning to go with people, but I said to myself, I, I don't want to rely on others. So my partner might come with me to India. I don't know. We just need to. We just need to have a little conversation. But um, overall, yeah. I am going to be traveling by myself to all these countries. Mmm, that's dope, man. So now, do you do all the cam? Like, how does the camera work? Do you hold like what? What do you use to to document this? So I've got a so I've got a full um, LSD Sony camera, and then I've got a tripod that I that I move in a particular angle. So at least I can get a close up, a far up. So that's the camera that I use. Or sometimes I might use my iPhone 11 just to film. But yeah, those are the two equipments that I have. That's dope, man. That's dope. So now take us into what consists of a traveling kit, right? Like if I said I'm going to Australia today and do what you do, what are some of the things that I need to pack with me, man? Man, I'll say... First of all, have a backpack. Don't have a briefcase. Okay. Okay. A backpack. Don't have a briefcase. Um, I would say if you're gonna if you're gonna film, have a cheap camera or like a GoPro. You know, something that's gonna in case in case you lose it or it gets stolen or broken, it's gonna cost less money to repair. You know. Mm. I would say you just have. Normally, I travel with two pairs of trainers. No shoes. I'll I'll travel with shoes uh, like trainers that I can I can. I can walk for hours. Trainers that I don't mm. mind getting muddy. Um, if it's a hot mm. country, I'll probably wear. I'll probably have like maybe three pairs of shorts, a tracksuit bottom, one jacket in case it rains. I always travel light. Always travel with light clothes because you're mm. more likely not to. Um, you're more likely to go to jump on on buses and trains if you've got a backpack. Because if you've got a briefcase, you're limited. You know, in terms of transportation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Now, with with the traveling that you do, yeah. since the pandemic of everything that's going on, especially like here in the U.S., yeah. have you been impacted in your world as far as traveling since the pandemic? Financial wise, I've been I've been I've been hit because um, I was working hospitality, so the restaurants are closed over here. Um, in terms of filming, I was meant to be right now. I was meant to be in Albania. I was going to hitchhike out. Albania all the way to Bulgaria, but because of the, the countries that are banning certain people to travel, of the cases over here in the UK, it's kind of restricted me. So I'm just trying to jump on as much podcast as I can to speak the word, let people know what I'm doing, and obviously networking with other people. So yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. Yeah, yeah, that's dope, man. It's, it's all about networking, man. And it seems like you have it down. That's something that you're mastering. How important is networking in your world when it comes to traveling and making connections? I think networking is very important because it's the only way you're going to evolve as a person and it's the only way your niche is going to evolve as well. So I think networking is the most key factor in terms of anything you do, even if it's not a business, even if you're working or if you're educating yourself or your kids, networking is the most key, one of the most key fundamental things. Mm. That's dope, man. That's dope, man. So what are some of the things that you want people to know about what you do, right? Because yeah. I, I feel like I want to make sure before we go yeah, yeah. that people really understand your heart and understand your vision for what you do. Yeah, so basically what I do, I do raw travel content. In, in terms of raw travel content, 
I'm a type of person, I would go to America and I wouldn't go to Brooklyn. I wouldn't go mm. to LA. I would go maybe somewhere in the middle of, of the of the flipping North Carolina. Maybe I might mm. go somewhere where you where 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 there's a forest, maybe Alaska, and I will document my stay in Alaska. You know, I'm a type of person that I will go to China and I'll go to a village where no Western person has gone and I will sleep in that village and I will film mm. my stay in that village and I will eat the local food delicacy. I'm a type of person to hitchhike for maybe all the way from California all the way to Mississippi. And I would, wow. yeah, that's what I do. So I do raw, raw, raw uh, travel content. My aim is to inspire people to travel, but in a raw way, not in a materialistic way. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to show people to travel. For example, if you go to America, you don't always have to go to New York and go to Times Square. You can go to Flatbush. You can go to Brooklyn. Yeah. You can go to Bedstar. That's the proper America. You know what I mean? To yeah, yeah. Locals, you know, communicate with the locals, listen to the music. So that's what I'm trying to show people. Don't travel in a materialistic way. Travel in a way that not an average tourist would travel. So, yeah. Mm. That's dope, man. Now, far as keeping your immune system strong and healthy, right? Because you're trying so many different foods, you're traveling. Are there things that you do personally to keep yourself strong and, and, and physically healthy? You know, normally I just I just cycle around the city. I just got a bicycle. So I just keep my body healthy. I don't I don't I don't smoke cigarettes, I don't drink alcohol, so my immune system should be strong. And I just cycle, I just keep cycling and, and to, you know, I like to go around parks to see a lot of nature. So that's why I keep myself physically strong. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That that makes sense, right? Because in the beginning you said you were really into football. Yeah, so yeah. I can understand how you have that endurance, man, because cycling on a bike, man, that's that's a lot. That's a lot, man. That's a lot of time and energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's dope, man. So before we go, man, two things. Yeah. If you can let everybody know how they can follow and support your journey, and then we're gonna leave on a word of inspiration. Okay, so the best way to find me on social media, on Instagram. My Instagram is blackman underscore DA, the traveler. So that is blackman underscore DA for the, the traveler. And my YouTube name is blackman, the traveler. So blackman space DA, the traveler. That's my YouTube name. And then um, for inspiration, you know what? I always say this in all the podcasts that I jump on and um, whenever I speak to the people on the street, I believe in two words. I would say time and consistency. I say, without time, you're never, ever, ever going to prevail what you're going to do in life. This time that we have right now, we're never going to get it back. Even if you put me on the show tomorrow, we're not going to have the same energy, you know? So whatever time you have, use your time wisely. And then you need to be consistent in whatever you're doing to achieve your goals, you know? Because the whole concept of Black Man the Traveler, we are traveling. You know what I mean? So the whole concept of my YouTube channel is we are traveling to our destination. So I'm traveling to a destination and showing you guys how can you get to this destination? How can you, how can you, how can you get to this country? How can you achieve your goals like this? That's the whole concept of Black Man the Traveler. So I believe in time and consistency. And with, with those two things, you're definitely going to achieve anything in life. Man, I love it. I love it, man. You know what? I appreciate us connecting today. Yeah. Um, 
you know, you, you really inspired me to really change my outlook on the world. You know what I mean? Because it's a whole world outside of the United States, but not just, like you said, materialistically. Yeah. It's about getting in the trenches, man. And that's what like, I'm really inspired to get amongst the people, man. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, it's the way forward, man. Awesome, man. <laughs> well, peace, love, and blessings to you, man. You know, and, and, and anytime you're out traveling, man, I would love to, like, do an IG live. Yeah. You know, like, I don't, I don't want this to be the last time we do an interview, man. When you get over there to India, man, yeah. let's do another interview about what's going on over there in India, man. Yeah. Let's keep this. 100%. Network. Network. Yeah, yeah, network. Yeah. Network. And I really, you know what? Shout, shout out to your platform as well. I respect what you're doing, you know. Keep doing what you're doing. You know, keep 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 showing people what it's like, you know, how to be a podcast and to elaborate and to give people knowledge and wisdom. And I appreciate what you're doing, bro. And thank you for letting me come on your platform so I can tell tell the people what I do as well. So thanks, thanks, thanks for the opportunity. Man, man peace, love, and blessings, man. And you enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs>